You're listening to Fit Girl, your guide to getting in shape, the podcast dedicated to helping you get in shape and stay in shape by focusing on training, nutrition, and motivation. Your host is Kira Langolf, master fitness trainer and creator of the Fitness Makeover Program. Workout smarter, not harder. This podcast is giving you the tips, insights, and guidance that I give all my personal training clients. You can work with me online as your personal fitness trainer and personal development coach. Check out your options at fitnessmakeover.com. This is podcast episode number 184. In this episode, triceps press down video and tips, know the impact of your actions, and nutrition myths that you need to stop believing, part one. So yes, you did hear nutrition myths that you need to stop believing, part one, and we're going to do part two in the next episode. Now, in training, we have the triceps press down for the video. Now, if you remember back in episode 153, I actually did a video of the wrong ways to do that exercise. So if you haven't looked at some of the back uh, podcasts, you're definitely going to want to check that one out. And it is also up on YouTube on the uh, Get Fit TV channel. And that way you can have the best of both. You can see how to do it and you can see how not to do it. And you can even download the triceps video that I'm posting on this particular podcast because it's got the counts with it so that can pace you through your workout for 10 repetitions. And um, it's a little bit of the iPod personal trainer that you can throw into your iPod or iPhone or whatever media player that you might have. Since we're talking about training, let's go ahead right into the triceps video. I'm going to explain a little bit of it and give you some common mistakes too. But for the most part, when you watch the video, the main thing to understand is that your elbows stay back a little bit or very close to your side. A lot of times trainers will tell their clients to keep the elbows pinched close to their side and they don't move. The upper arm from your shoulder to your elbow does not move. Now this is actually the case in almost every triceps exercise that you do. And for some reason with the press downs, people tend to either slouch over the top of the bar to try to push more weight or they let the elbows come forward and when that happens, you're actually bringing the front shoulder, the front deltoid into play in the motion. So you're not really isolating the triceps at all. So the best thing to do is to keep those elbows back and you can take that bar up to either parallel to the floor. I personally like to bring it up just a little bit higher um, just to keep the stretch, get a good stretch in the triceps, but keeping those elbows back. And if you know what you're doing, you can control it and you can do it that way. Otherwise, you can just keep those forearms parallel to the floor. Now, you definitely want to squeeze your triceps at the bottom. And that doesn't mean lock your elbow. It means squeeze the triceps. And it might take some time for you to figure out how to do that. But remember, the whole point with exercise is to use and feel the muscles you're supposed to be using. So just like when you're using your back exercises and it's hard for you to feel your back, sometimes you have to cut down on the weight so that you can actually feel the muscle working again and then you have the right focus and you can continue on or raise the weight or whatever you want to do. Now when it comes to the triceps press down there's a bunch of different bars you can use. Now I'm showing you how to use it with the straight bar but sometimes there's bars that have a little bit of a curve that makes it a little bit easier on your wrists. Sometimes there's the rope that you can use. 
um, with either handle, any one of the handles, you definitely want to make sure you're getting that squeeze at the bottom. And sometimes I think the rope is the one that gets forgotten about because you pull it down and you may not extend fully through because that could be definitely more difficult. Not that it won't hurt just the same, you'll definitely feel the burn if you're not getting it all the way down, but you would certainly want to get a full range of motion no matter what you do and al always keeping it in control. And remember, if you're worried about the pace, then error on the slow side. And that's true for any exercise. If you, if you err on the slow side, you're going to get a lot more out of it and you're definitely not going to hurt yourself and you're probably going to be really just doing it at the correct pace because most people I see in the gym do all of their repetitions way too fast. So focus on slowing it down and feeling the right muscle do the right work. Now for motivation, do you think about your actions and the consequences of your actions? It's basically knowing the impact of your actions. And this, by the way, is a really great lesson to teach kids too, because there's always consequences to every action. And sometimes it's a good consequence and sometimes it's not. And of course, this is going to pertain to poor eating habits or overeating. Sometimes you need to stop and say, hey, if I eat too much of this, what is that impact going to be? So your action being the eating and what's going to be the impact of those actions. It's either going to be a weight gain or you're going to feel guilty about it or whatever the case may be. Sometimes just knowing and thinking about that impact of your actions will keep you from doing something that could sabotage your weight loss plan or sabotage your fitness routine. Now, I recently finished The Mindset Makeover. It's a book that you can get at thebookpatch.com, and there's a whole section on knowing the impact of your actions, and I'm going to read a little bit of it to you. This is actually on page 80, and let's go. Just like your expectations, you should always recognize the ultimate impact of your actions or lack of action. Each day, you make a conscious choice to do or do not. You either got a workout done or you didn't. When you feel like skipping a workout or missing a meal, consider the impact of these actions. How will you feel? How will your, how will your family or friends who support your goal feel? How will this affect your goal attainment? How will this affect your goal deadlines? There are rewards and consequences for every action. Knowing the impact of your actions helps you make the right choice. It's vital to remember that instant gratification sabotages your goals. Don't sacrifice what you want most for what you want now. Erase the all or nothing mindset. Just because you don't have time to get a full workout in the gym doesn't mean you should skip it. Instead, do a shorter one. Even 10 to 15 minutes gets you closer to your goal. Focus on what you can do and use your time wisely. You are not a failure if you are unable to finish everything as planned. Be realistic and take whatever steps you can to get you closer to your goal. Remember, every little step forward brings you closer to what you want most. Do what you can, then praise yourself for what you accomplished. And always know the impact of your actions. So I certainly hope the next time you're tempted to either skip a workout or to eat something you're not supposed to or overeat, you stop and you think about the impact of those actions and you think about the consequences and hopefully that makes you 
make the right decision. I know sometimes it's hard to believe in this day and age that there are still certain myths floating around there about fitness, whether it's training or nutrition, there are just still so many things out there that people believe that they should not. So we're going to review three of them today and then three of them in the next episode. So let's start with the first one, and that is eating foods that contain cholesterol, such as eggs, increases your blood cholesterol levels. Now, a lot of people believe that to be true, but that's not true. Cholesterol is auto-regulated. So if you eat more cholesterol one day, then your body produces less and vice versa. So that's where eggs got the bad rap. And we all know, I think we all know by now that they're really not as bad as we thought. Now, the next myth kind of along the same lines, high cholesterol, the LDL levels, puts you at a higher risk for cardiovascular disease. Now, in actuality, elevated levels of fasting blood sugar and triglycerides are greater predictors of cardiovascular disease. So your LDL and HDL can be off a little bit, but if your triglycerides are high, then you've got an issue there that you're definitely going to want to see a doctor about. And a lot of times doctors will treat high, high cholesterol when they really should be treating high triglycerides. So sometimes you might have to educate them on what's what. As a matter of fact, my own dad is a perfect example of this. He was treated for a very long time for um, high cholesterol. And in fact, it was really high triglycerides that he had. And it took forever, but a doctor finally figured that out and got him on a different medication, and it actually made more progress. So check out your numbers and make sure you understand them. And I know this is kind of the short version of each one because maybe you can do a little research on your own if you'd like. And there's so many myths out there, we could just go all day with this. Um, myth number three is you need to restrict your salt intake. I know for many years they associated salt intake with high blood pressure and that it was very, very bad and it was making the high blood pressure worse. But like anything else, it is going to differ from one person to the next. However, if you are one that works outside and you sweat a lot, you definitely need to have a little extra salt. You don't need to drown your food in it, but it's not going to be something that you have to completely avoid. And even if you sweat a lot at the gym and if you follow one of the paleo diets, you're going to want to keep note of your salt intake and make sure you're getting enough of the salt intake. Because without enough salt, you can, have, you can have cramps, you can get dizzy. I mean, there's a whole slew of side effects that you don't even associate with uh, lack of salt because you've sweated it out. So keep that in mind and realize that you know, drinking things like beer after a workout is not replacing your salt. And pouring table salt on a whole bunch of french fries is not going to do it either. So it's just making the right choices, maybe a little bit here and a little bit there, but balancing everything out. Now, I know this was kind of a short one today, but I want you to go ahead and tell me what exercises that you are not sure if you're doing right or wrong. Post it on the Facebook page, which is facebook.com forward slash fitgirlusa. And that way I can add videos to these episodes and let you know or show you how to do things correctly and even some of the wrong ways of doing 
things. I know some people got some really good benefits from those. So let me know what exercises you're kind of stumped with or maybe even what exercises you see people do or you've heard about and I can go into details on those. And along that lines, also go ahead and post and let me know any nutrition myths or maybe something that you think is a truth, but you're not really completely sure. Because sometimes there are truths and myths and things that are just very confusing. So let's see if we can clear up the air with some of those. And be sure to check the YouTube channel for Get Fit TV. You could just uh, search Get Fit TV or Kira Langolf, and you'll see all the different videos that I've already posted, and maybe some of your questions are in there. So take a look, let me know what you want to see on that channel and what you want to hear on the podcast. As always, thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and I look forward to giving you all the insights to help you reach all of your goals and to help you get the body you want and keep it. If you'd like additional information on these topics and more articles on health, nutrition, and exercise, visit allinoneworkout.com and fitnessmakeover.com. You can connect with me online at facebook.com forward slash fitgirlusa or on Twitter at Fit Girl.